Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Goes Without Saying. You're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi and this is Wing. This is the episode for you if you're feeling a bit anxious and overthinking and caught in just that like fucking spiral of just feeling a little bit stressed. We talk about, funnily enough, we talk about anxiety and overthinking and we give some really good insights into how to maybe get out of those things. I really enjoyed this episode. It was really good to record. I think we're both feeling quite good Good. coming out the other end of it. So enjoy. Take... Okay, what's new with you? Oh. Oh, take one, sorry. Take one. Okay, what's new with you? Um, I've, I've literally moved house. I've moved myself to another house and I could not be happier. Stunning. I, I think in the last episode, I was like, okay, I'm moving. I can't remember what I said, but well, I don't think we'd even confirmed the house really. Like we had mm-hmm. put in like a holding deposit, but it's like now it's mm-hmm. like, now I'm in, I'm in. That means niche. <laughs> nothing, nothing. They can rip that out from under you. Nothing is confirmed until you're sat in that house. Oh, and now I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. It was the most hectic fucking experience of my life. I'm still absolutely knackered. Like I'm sitting in an empty room. It's probably so echoey. But the vibes somehow are still immaculate. They really are. Just like, you know when you have prepared yourself for shit? Yeah. You've prepared yourself for shit. What are you doing? I knew I had to leave my house, which I really loved my last house. And I knew I had to leave it because the tenancy was ending. They'd up the rent. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm leaving. So we were like, okay, new house. And I went to so many viewings of just like- It was a struggle for a long time. I went into, I was like walking around like this area that I was like, I want to live in. I went into an estate agent's. And I was like, hey, like, do- I don't even think I've told you this. No, I haven't heard this. I went in and there was this woman in there. And I was like, hey, like, I want to rent in this area. Here's my budget. Here's how many rooms, blah, blah, blah. What's your budget? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell everyone? Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she would literally laughed in my face and was like... <laughs> You are never going to get anything in London for that. Oh my God, can we go and find her? She literally said, you will never get anything in London. The last thing we got, we had went for £5,000 a month. What a fucking... And I was like, <sighs> you are a liar. Well, yeah. You're a liar. So I viewed so many that were like, had like outdoor toilets and like mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. carpets with huge stains in the middle, like there'd been a dead body there and things like that. <laughs> That was kind of your dream. Start another podcast, murder podcast. Murder in my own house. Yeah, only murders in the building. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. I can, I can 100% see you doing it. Mm, Monetisable, I think. <laughs> Unlike. <laughs> Probably far more monetisable than this <laughs> shitty little thing. 
yeah go on but yeah no i just viewed so many and we were kind of getting to the like end of our tethered tether end of our tether Mm -hmm. thinking right we're gonna have to accept one of the shitties yeah and this was one of the last ones that i was like oh god like this better be good this better be good i bet there's gonna be a fucking pile of dog shit in the corner or something (laughs) and oh my god i think that someone must have been killed in here for how cheap it is for what it is it's my friend like came around to look at it the other day and he was literally like it is a mansion yeah it's a mansion (laughs) (laughs) i need to see it with my own eyes you have to come round. i need to see it it's looking stunning it's like newly refurbished like it's all it's fresh i was gonna say clean as chips but it's not clean as chips (laughs) but it's clean and fresh and nice (laughs) cleaner than chips (laughs) yeah far cleaner (laughs) very salty how but yeah it's just so it's kind of in my perfect location Mm -hmm. i just i don't know how it happened it's stunning head to toe it happened because you deserve it it happened because why would this not happen for you we're all listening thinking i know why it happened it happened because of course it would happen it's exactly what you need Mm. exactly what you deserve i'm still kind of waiting for the moment where it gets ripped from under me and it goes oh my god you Mm. thought you were gonna live in that no not you not you back to the shed you go well that's why i thought we should do this episode because Mm. you've had a real time of overthinking now you're in the house but in the lead up as you've said chaos you were absolutely convinced like there was nothing i could say that would convince you otherwise that you were gonna you were convinced you weren't getting in there and blah 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 yeah yeah and i just feel like everyone's anxious and then when we put it on the story on the instagram story it was confirmed it was resounding that this is a real anxious sponge we're talking to so overthinkers yeah (laughs) yeah a bunch of us (laughs) yeah overthinking is such a horrible yeah it's such a horrible place to be when you're i'm in a phase where i'm overthinking i'm frantic i don't know what it's almost um you're ruining your own life mm-hmm. it's the bias against yourself Mm, that classic bias that classic i was okay so also you were saying about the house and then another thing that made me think let's do an episode on anxiety um is because it is going to be a great title i'm sure (laughs) but also because i was having a conversation with my boyfriend and i said this thing which i know i've said to you sefi but I must not have said it to him before. It's kind of this little, I don't know, like a little thing that I do. Like if I'm really anxious about something or if I'm really stressed about something Mm. or I'm really overthinking something, it's a little trick that I have to flip the perspective. Is this the thing that I know? Yes. This blew my mind. I I always do this now. Yeah, it does work. Yeah, it's brilliant. So I used to do this in school and I when I was saying it to my boyfriend the other day and he was, his mind was blown. His Mm. life was changed forever. And I thought, have I never said that to you? But he's just not very anxious. (laughs) Um, anyway, men don't have feelings. Anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, so I know you're awaiting on the edge of your seat. Mm, Spill the beans. The little trick is, so let me bring the story back to the beginning. I would find myself every day, if I made it to school, which was not often, I would, for example, a situation would happen where I'd be walking around school and I'd think, oh my God, say it's like, oh, we're in, I was going to say first period, but would I have called it first period? Yeah. First period. Yeah. yeah. Or are we thinking of like high school musical? No, I think I would have said first. You're in first. Oh God, I don't. I'm in. What have you got first? Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got that in second period. No, I don't know if we would have said that. It's a bit weird. What have you got second? Like, no. What? what have you got? God, showing my age. This is bad. I think I'd be like, what have you, what have you got today? And they'd be like, oh, for first period I've got. No, maybe would you say like, what have you got fifth lesson? What have you got fifth? like what have you got fourth lesson like what have you got yeah what have you got fifth 
fucking hell i don't know oh basically don't take me back it sounds fucking horrific five things in a day yeah five things in a day there are five periods in that day no no i need one activity per day (laughs) what in uni when we would have like one lecture i would honestly if i had like two lectures in a day it's like i would go to the first one come back have a nap then maybe make it to the second one probably not and i was paying nine grand a year for that jesus christ (laughs) anyway she's got to sort out her priorities (laughs) Honestly. Right, so the little trickster is, I know you're awaiting. Mm. I would get to uni, not uni, or yeah, it would happen to uni, just any time that I would be really nervous about something. So for example, you're wandering around school, you've just made it out of the house, you've just got on the bus, you've just got on the tube and you think, fuck, I've left my fucking straighteners on, for example. Classic situ. Classic. If you're over the age of 30, fuck, I've left the oven on, for example. <laughs> I've left the iron on. <laughs> yeah. For example, over the age of 80, like, fuck, I left my dentures in the cleaning solution. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> I left my walking stick by the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hope we make it. I'm touching wood. Yeah. Um, you're thinking, fuck, 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 I've done this, I've done this, or fuck, 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 I'm not going to get that house, I'm not going to get that house, even though they've confirmed everything, it's going to fall through. Oh, I'm probably not going to get this job, even though they call me back for a second interview, I'm probably not going to get it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this thing is probably going to go wrong, even though everything is telling me that it's going reasonably well, I'm convinced it's going to go wrong, for example. Mm-hmm. So whatever is going on, you've got a catastrophe looming in your mind for some reason, and you're stressing about it. So I used to think when I'd got to school and thought, oh, if I left the straighteners on, I'd be thinking, oh my God, the house is going to burn down. Oh my God, I'm going to set the room on fucking fire. Oh fuck, like shit. It's going to have dropped onto this and this is going to have happened and the whole thing is going to be up in flames. I then used to think to myself, this is where the little tricks come in. Mm. I would then think if fucking a genie came down, if the universe came down and reached his big arms <laughs> out and said, hey. Yes. God is a woman. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. If Ariana Grande came down out of the skies and said, if you set your house on fire today, then I will give you whatever you want. I'll give you a million pounds. As long as your house is on fire right now you get a million pounds. I would immediately be like, fuck, I probably didn't even leave the straighteners on. Yeah. Oh, or if I did, it's not going to be enough to set the house on fire, for God's sake, shit. Yeah. I should have turned the gas on. I should have I should have set the house on fire properly before I left. <laughs> it suddenly becomes so obvious that there's no way in fucking hell yeah. that the house is on fire and you've left your straighteners on. If someone said, oh, I'll give you X, Y, and Z, whatever you want, as long as you don't get that job, you're thinking, shit, well, I've just gone for two interviews and they were laughing at all the jokes that I made and they thought that my answers were perfect and suddenly it becomes so clear that things are working out and you're not gonna have this big disaster because if you were looking for a disaster you'd be convinced that it wasn't gonna happen Mm -hmm. and it reveals that the actual reality is you just have the bias against yourself rather than this looming catastrophe that's going on in your mind so i hope that helps you (laughs) this has helped everyone that you've ever told it to somehow i always forget it yeah it was convenient isn't it that little bias yeah yeah. just forget that doesn't work with our anxious plans but that's the thing it it, whenever because i would always say like oh but i just know i just know that i'm gonna um miss the bus or whatever and then you're like but you've left the house on time if you if you had to miss the fucking bus if you needed to miss that bus to guarantee that you were gonna bump into kieran culkin (laughs) 
Oof. And he was going to propose and you were going to have a beautiful child together and blah, blah, blah. He's already got two. I'm gutted. If you needed to miss the bus, you would have done all of these things to guarantee that you would, but you haven't. You've, you've, you're fine. You're not going to miss the fucking bus, are you? You're not going to meet Kieran. You're not going to have those kids of your dreams. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, this, not this no. time. Yeah. I do think this is one of the most, it's, it's such a useful trick. It is. Trick of the mind. <laughs> mm, just in my voice. <laughs> your memories. <laughs> so many. So, so where did that go? But it is so, it shows you that what you think is unlikely is actually likely. Yeah. Which is such a weird perspective, like shift. So when I thought it was unlikely for me to get that job actually no fuck it's likely that yeah. i get the job it's like that god okay the probability has just done a massive uh-huh. fucking 180 yeah now i can relax chill chill honestly chill just try and chill jesus chill the fuck out mate try and chill chill so there's a little trick to start off the app because i think it's honest it does when you're in it when you're in the pure panic and you just have to think look if if i wanted things to be do you know it just whew, silence the mind i always call that the straighteners thing i'm always like you know that straightness thing if you wanted to leave your straightness yeah. so I, can't, I kind of can never quite remember it but it's like the, I just know the straightness thing is there and it's like wing tell me the straightness thing again because <laughs> it is good it does work oh it's great it's fucking great because the mind tricky place hey oh god tricky place to be spending literally all your time exhausting place to be absolutely exhausting Sorry, we just had a quick break. Sophie's talking about how much she loves Final Destination 3. <laughs> Final Destination 3 is the best. I feel like you need to hear this. Final Destination movie. Because <laughs> of one of the tanning bed scene. Horrifying. Awful. Can you just, yeah, can you explain it if people haven't seen? Well, I highly recommend it, but I highly, highly, highly recommend the classic Final Destination 3 based on the roller coaster death. Awful. And it's basically that they have like a vision on the roller coaster that they're going to die. So they get off the roller coaster. Then they all die. It's like they've cheated death. Mm -hmm. So they all die in the order that they would have died sitting on the roller coaster, but all in quite brutal ways. The most brutal. And there's this amazing added like element of people taking photos and they all die. (laughs) you're really selling it in the the photo (laughs) kind of gives them a clue of how they're gonna die this is amazing added element people taking photos (laughs) and and then you see how you're gonna die in the photo yeah i mean it's it's fucking awful there's just one scene that if you have seen final destination or even to be honest heard it through the grapevine it's kind of the thing that you'd hear in like science class there's this scene like where they're in these tanning beds and they get trapped in them again showing our age Like 10 years ago when it came out, maybe. <laughs> I don't think anyone's in science now <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> Final Destination 3. But they just get trapped in these tanning beds. I don't know why we're talking about this. It's just so, like, why were we talking about this? Why did we start talking about it? I don't know. You probably just brought it up. But I did say <laughs> it's the classic thing that if you thought to yourself, oh, I'll get everything I want. Everything's well, all I need is for this little plank of wood to knock onto this and that thing to drip into that and that's going to set on fire and then it's going to knock into that thing and that's going to knock into that and then I'm going to And die. somehow we get trapped in the f- the tanning beds and burn alive. It's like, yeah, Awful. pretty unlikely. Yeah, it's pretty fucking unlikely, isn't it? Only going to happen in a Final Destination movie. Awful. There's also just one thing that always freaks me out about Final Destination. Obviously, I watch these movies too young or something because they just haunt me. There's just a song that always sings and it's like when they know they're gonna die like someone goes onto the tube they're on like i guess they're on the subway in new york yeah and they hear the song and someone starts busking and it's like there is someone walking behind you i hate 
hate this. Oh. This went from a really safe pocket, and now I've got chills. <laughs> so I'm listening to this now, feeling really scared. <laughs> so they were feeling so relaxed, and someone. now they're really on edge. Now they think they're gonna die. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. The next line is like, "There's someone like walking your footsteps." No, definitely. <laughs> no, stop it. If you're on your late night walk, sorry that this is coming out in winter. You're on your late night walk. You're gonna really freak them out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, why don't you give them a sincere apology now? Apology video. I'm sorry. I'm, guys, I'm so sorry for bringing up Final Destination 3. <laughs> That's our first scandal. Guys, are 15. We're all over the age of 15. No, we're not. We're definitely not. We're probably not all over the age of 15. No. Yeah. So ask your, your parents' permission to listen to this. <laughs> it's a 12A podcast. <laughs> I mean, I told you, it's just like, don't is all age is unsuitable for, across mm. all ages it's like hardly fun for all the family it's the opposite of universal misery for all the family yeah <laughs> i've got one okay got one message i quite like is this just to me no 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 no. i've got some i've got something to say <laughs> go on absolutely yeah take it away you don't have to ask permission <laughs> um no no it's just something that someone wrote in yeah <laughs> we asked on the story what is going on? I feel like I'm just not... God knows, right. So someone asked, we asked, not someone asked, Tabby and Wing, the Instagram that you follow, <laughs> asked on the story. Something We asked something about overthinking and anxiety. <laughs> I didn't put that on the story. Did you put that on you the that? story? <laughs> I didn't put that on the story. There is someone walking behind us. Don't. Someone wrote, anxiety doesn't impact what happens, but tints how I view what's happening. Love it. It's kind of a classic saying when someone says, oh, I'm, I'm overthinking, I'm feeling anxious. It's like, there's no point in overthinking because it changes nothing. And I used to always do this because I used to experience such horrific anxiety at uni the night before like seminars and things like that. It was the worst anxiety I've ever, ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And I would always think when I was lying in bed the night before, like there's literally nothing I can do right now. There's nothing I can do that will help. I'm this, this thought, this thing I'm on right now where I'm mm-hmm. tossing and turning and my like stomach is in fucking knots is changing no outcome. It's just making this harder. Yeah. And it didn't really help. It helps you like rationalize. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing I can do. But it's like, but then why can't I stop? Yeah. Why does that not help me? I do think it's important to like know it though. That yeah. it's like, okay, so what I'm doing right now is not helping. If anything, it's making it worse. Well, some things that it can, that can be enough to shut down the, if it's something repeating, like every time it, before you knew whatever you're anxious, but if it's a small thing, it just randomly caught, random train of thought. Stressing about blah, 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 blah. And you're just in a stress mood. Yeah little moment like it literally is not changing anything yeah. all it's doing now is making your current experience more unpleasant and then if you end up having that unpleasant thing you've just done it twice now that's the crucial thing but it's not even you've done it twice you've ended up you've done it probably about 112 times it's like jesus christ stressing about your driving test my driving test my driving test think every night going to bed thinking about my driving test driving test driving test every waking hour you're thinking about your driving test you're only going to do the test once hopefully if you yeah. ask touch wood i'm touching wood that you're all going to pass the test first time you're only going to do the test a limited number of times yeah but for some reason you've done that test like 500 yeah. times in your mind there was no need for what reason there was no need there was no need and often i would always experience that like my anxiety nightmare of what the seminar was going to be and that I was going to fucking shit myself in the middle of the class <laughs> everyone would look at me I'd have to drop out of uni God. and 
and somehow the boy I fancy is looking right at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't happen. Realistically, I answered all the questions perfectly, I must say. Maybe with a <laughs> bit of like a red cheek. Bit nervous. Bit yeah. nervous, might have stuttered once. But no, I didn't kind of trip over when I walked in. Looking around seminars, I used to think everyone looked so nervous. Because everyone was so... Well, I don't know. If you were in a seminar with me, I apologise for my behaviour. I <laughs> probably didn't speak to anyone. I looked at the ground and just thought, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, get me out. And you did it. And I did it. Well, I did as many as I could possibly go to. Mm. So odd. We are a real anxious bunch though, right? Like as a... As a species. As a species, as a little community here, just as a, yeah, as a community, right? I don't necessarily know if we are more of an anxious community. I just think we're more honest about it. Do you think? And slash we just ask them quite openly rather than we say, what were your thoughts on um, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson dating? And every just comes out. We yeah, actually say, yeah. what are your thoughts on anxiety and overthinking? 100 percent, 100 percent. but more so just like i think everyone's getting more and more anxious as a society i mean do you think they're getting more and more anxious i think people have always been anxious and whatever and blah 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 but i definitely think mm. mental health is declining massively I do because I almost think I like to think I don't know if I even do think it's like oh there's more of an awareness of it now that's the growing in numbers and blah 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 blah. I think there is but also the society is doomed that it's like okay well we've kind of tailor-made a society that is Mm -hmm. going to produce the most anxious and depressed people it's kind of it's kind of the straightness thing if you didn't want to create a load of anxious people <laughs> yeah right you wouldn't have created this society right like, yeah okay that kind of well, has kids born in the 70s didn't have the same didn't necessarily have the understanding of this earth is doomed whereas kid, a kid born today mm. is born into a world where they know that this planet is has a pending expiry date which does something to you famously has fucking 12 more years it's probably less than that now probably heard that about six years ago about 12 years ago <laughs> Yeah. Probably about fucking two more years <laughs> till the effects of global warming, whatever, climate change are irreversible. Oh, it's happening now. Like That's the thing you hear when you're, yeah, you just hear that growing. Or maybe mm. I did just because I'm from some fucking vegan household. But mm. I very much had an awareness of like, you may not be able to have children in the future because uh-huh. the world will not be the same. It's like, mm. that's not a normal thing to hear. I definitely think people are getting more anxious. Yeah. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I mean, that's horrendous. Yeah, it's not good, is it? It's not nice. Does part of you... Oh, God. Yeah, go on. Does part of you want the apocalypse? (laughs) For God's sake, that's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. But, like, does part of you want... Go on, tell me why you want the apocalypse. I don't... No, no, no. I don't think I want it, but I definitely think a part of me desires... I think it's the tabula rasa, the blank slate, the wiping of all the shit. Kind of I want Noah's Ark to happen. You're a bit of a Thanos. You're a bit of a Hitler. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I kind of want the world to be flooded and us start again. No. But like no one, no death. I don't mean the death. I mean, I want like society. I don't know how you're going to get around it without death. No, no, no. What I mean is I just want like the systems to be erased. I wouldn't mind it if like the internet just dropped now. No more podcast. Why though? So what, you're craving something there. You crave, you crave an escape. You, you want to leave this earth basically. I think I crave like a return to like nature. I I mean, I couldn't agree more. But we were just saying before we started recording that like people have really, we, we, I think we kind of said humanity has really lost their way. <laughs> the 
gone astray. As if we are like, <laughs> yeah, we're like these like omniscient beings that just speak mm. over and like run this commentary on humanity. But humanity has like lost its connection to like the fact that we're just animals roaming around like kind of like, yeah. give me some nuts and I don't want my beans and like kind of create. It's like yeah, yeah, we yeah. should be kind of running around. Suddenly we're eating bacon. It's like we're sorry. Even that though, I don't mind. I would love to have some bacon, but like no, no, I don't mean that it's me. I don't mean that it's me. But we're eating like um, or take it away from fucking food because I've got my own fucking shit of fucking born a vegan. We're sat on iPhones, for example. Yeah, we're wearing clothes. Um, that were made by a 12 year old in India whilst I wear a top that says fuck the patriarchy with also with the sole purpose of like it's not about making you camouflage to hunt better Mm. or like keeping you warm in the winter it's literally just there to mark you as someone who looks a certain way yeah it's insane by the way I'm not wearing a t-shirt that says fuck the patriarchy (laughs) yeah no you're not (laughs) hang on what does your top say your top says it says peg the patriarchy <laughs> did you i literally cannot get over how much i think that is the worst <laughs> yeah I thing i've that. ever seen peg the patriarchy at the met gala i think it's cool but i also think oh yeah but i think you would think it's embarrassing because you think girl boss is embarrassing i think peg the patriarchy and there's that interview which is like you'll know what it means and it's like oh no i think she's cool i don't hate don't know this person I don't love that top. You're you're allowed to not love the top. Totally. What, just whatever, whatever. Peg the patriarchy didn't speak to me as a motto, but... <laughs> yeah, it didn't connect with didn't you. Connect. It didn't connect. It didn't hit. But whatever, she can do what she wants. I saw her once at a festival, Cara Delevingne, and really? I ran up to her and went, oh my God, hi. Because I thought I knew her. I was like, oh my God, hi. And now you're slagging her off on your fucking podcast. No hate to Cara. You are the biggest Cara Delevingne hater I've ever <laughs> met in my life. I've got no she thoughts on her. I've got no thoughts on this about girl. About how much she hates Cara Delevingne. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no thoughts on her other than I didn't love Peg the Patriarchy. And I once saw her at a festival and went, oh my God, hey. And she went, hi. Looked confused. And I walked off. Oh, what festival? At Wilderness, when I was like probably about 14. It's random. I had bright pink hair at the time. And you thought you knew her? And I was like, oh my God, hi. Like I kind of couldn't place her. Like kind of, is that someone that I like know vaguely? Oh my God, hi. <coughs> and she was wearing a onesie and she's like, hi. And probably just like, yeah, <laughs> 10 millionth person say hi to me. Hi, roller. Hi, roll. Hi Walter. again. <laughs> and I was like, who was that? Hi. And then afterwards I realised it was fucking Peg the Patriarchy Cara Delevingne. Anyway. Shrug. Yeah, <laughs> I've literally got yeah. nothing to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, anxiety, please. Mm. Okay, I like this, actually. I think it's a really interesting point. This person said, I don't experience anxiety, but when I'm burnt out... <laughs> they just wanted to flex on everyone. Literally, everyone came in. I'm so anxious. I'm so anxious. This person was like, yeah, I can't relate. I don't experience anxiety, but when I'm burnt out, I overthink about how I'm coming across to people. Recently, I noticed how much happier I am when I'm not overthinking. So if I'm super busy, but being super busy makes me burn out. So my mm. happiness isn't sustainable. And I just thought that last point was very interesting about like, if you're constantly trying to find the balance, 
in life of like keeping yourself at a good point or like at an okay point of contentment are you just constant you're just constantly running against it's like if I'm constantly trying to make myself feel okay and I'm trying so hard to have to make myself feel okay I'm, I'm never gonna feel okay because I'm constantly trying like I'm working against my human nature <laughs> like maybe it's just not meant for me to be happy like you know like to sustain happiness over a long period how realistic is that Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I've always thought it was weird. I think we've always thought it was weird. And we've, I think we've said this on the podcast loads. But there's something about the idea of I can only be happy when I'm busy. Mm. That is like alarm bells ringing to me of you can only be happy when you're distracted from yourself but then I am seeing more I think also lockdown kind of gave me this idea that like why do you need to distract yourself from yourself but I think now like as the world is blah 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 reopening fucking nightmare close it down again please Mm. a flood she's asking for a flood (laughs) flood the place and I shall be the one to build the ark If we're going two by two, God help me, let me be the duo. It's just me, you, Kieran Culkin, and Sebastian Stan. No, I don't want. I can't even put it. But it has. You don't want Sebastian Stan? No. Who would you want? I don't want anyone. I just, I just want to be. Just me, you, and Kieran. Okay, I'm not sharing him. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't want to be with you guys. I don't want this to be a romantic. This isn't a romantic sexual thing for me. Okay, well it's just me and Kieran then on our arc. Yeah, why don't you can go on your own? I'll, I'll be in the flood. I actually love to drown but anyway story for another day (laughs) um go on i love to drown um (laughs) what was i gonna say um (laughs) before i started talking about the animals going two by two uh um anxiety if you have to distract yourself from happiness yeah and and now as the world is reopening (laughs) cancel the flood put the flood on hold the world's reopening yeah i am kind of seeing the value in busyness which yeah it does sound like maybe i should just go get a life (laughs) and and do some things but i do now suddenly see okay in my i do see the value in like being busy not so jaded anymore no because i used to be like i don't need to do anything i don't need anyone i quite like just being Mm. in my own company doing what i want doing what doing what i want whenever i want maybe now it is nice to have Mm -hmm. some kind of structure and routines of like okay on tuesday you do this on thursday i'm seeing the value against my will of these things Mm. so i don't necessarily think that those things hinder getting to know yourself and i actually think those structure structure can be a way to know yourself in a way Mm. 
Yeah. So I do get that. But I've always kind of had a bit of a thing of like, why do you need to be busy? Yeah. Why do you need to be busy? Like if your happiness is dependent on being absolutely worked out of your mind. Distracted. Maybe there's an issue here. Mm. Mm. But maybe not. Maybe I'm the weirdo. Well, no, I think everyone... I think if you know that, I mean, what are we if not distracted by all of us knowing that we've got 12 years or however long we were saying and we're not talking about Mm. it? Do you know what I mean? Like, in what form, in what ways is the distraction a problem and in what ways is it literally just another survival mechanism and and what kind of what's wrong with that like if that's when you're happy then that's when you're happy yeah but I was thinking the other day about having safe activities or like safe ways to pass the time I'm not the most anxious person but you know that I am I'm always I'm chronically stressed and also just deeply miserable (laughs) and Mm. whatever blah 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 but when when I was in my rut and and my I mean it wasn't literally wasn't a rut but when I was feeling really really bad um I was talking to my friend about like I'm finding that sometimes the ways like people will be like journal or meditate or x y and z if if the ways that are supposed to if ways to pass the time are supposed to make you feel better so for example a way to help pass the time something that I love to do if I was illustrating and making this beautiful thing I'm not at that point anymore a new logo I'm not at that point anymore because I mean so like at the beginning of this year I was pouring in all my hours into like working as an illustrator for people and it became wrapped up in my self-esteem so that is not a safe activity for me anymore because if I sit down to draw something and I'm not happy with it I've ruined my fucking afternoon and I'm pissed off and I'm a disaster and I'm the worst whatever blah, blah 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 and it sets off a spiral of I've tried to do something a bit nice forgetting that it's not just a simple activity anymore it's like illustrating writing these things are wrapped up in my identity they're wrapped up in my self-esteem yeah they're not safe things so now i'm playing piano are you (laughs) and it's going really well well i can play all too well 10 minute version which is the easiest song ever wow but wow i i'm in no way a pianist i'm actually terrible at playing the piano but i found a safe easy thing that i can do for today next few weeks do you know what it is it's that you've got no history of like identification with piano with pianist i've just always wanted to play the piano no one's ever said you're great at playing the piano so it's fine i think this is such a crucial thing finding safe activities and it's and it's things that you don't have this identity because i agree it's like writer writer so it's like writing it's like fuck if i'm shit at that i'm shit as a human i have nothing left yeah yeah it's insane it's it's like that's supposed to be my only thing yeah so if i fuck that then i'm fucked but then if i suddenly want to make a dress with a sewing machine i've got no identity other than the fact i used to want to be a fashion designer when i was like 16 for like a really intense year yeah even that's but close for comfort yeah but it's that's what i I think it's hard to find it is hard to find purely safe activities because we've lived our whole lives judging ourselves and ranking ourselves and marking our own success as a human being on how well we perform in certain activities which is why it's really hard when you're feeling bad to do some nice things for yourself just take care of why don't you just take some time to sit and you know create something it's like 
do you understand what creativity means to me? I don't, because you obviously can't, because it's going to destroy me. Like, it's not safe for me to do that. But if I can play piano for 10 minutes and it sounds terrible, that's, I don't really care. I've got no ego attachment to it. Yeah, it's fine to play the piano really badly for two hours on a, it's fine. Because it's not your quote unquote thing. It's not, you've got no attachment to your identity. Because I know I'm bad at it. I'm not going to be disappointed. I already know I'm bad. Well, it's like you identify as bad at piano. So, okay, well, then I'm living up to my idea of myself. Exactly. Anything then that I do is a bonus rather than like having spent all this time doing something. It's like, if that goes badly, it's, it's just not, it's not a safe thing. This is why I think it's really important to get the balance between like creation and consumption in check Mm. like i always used to have a bit of a fear of consumption like you shouldn't really be consuming too much you should be creating more than you consume blah 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 but i actually think in terms of anxiety and overthinking consuming is so fucking important because that is how a lot of people recharge i definitely think that's why things like animal crossing the sims fucking succession kieran colkin my god hallelujah to you um that's why they exist because it's like you need to actually just consume if i felt responsible for creating the code behind animal crossing yeah i first of all I'd be a fucking genius, but I don't know how I'd survive. Yeah. You do need some things that you are on the receiving end of. Yeah. You don't need to be giving, giving, giving. You do sometimes just need to be like, I'm going to sit back and I'm not going to analyse the script of succession. I'm purely going to think about... Fill the cup back up. Kieran. Yeah. I just need to be in that. Mm-hmm. When I was in my bad time, I had like a... It was like a weekend and I spent like the whole Sunday, I like watched Malcolm and Marie in the morning. What was that? What else did I watch? I watched like three films. I've never heard of that. Malcolm Marie. I, I think you'd like it. It's kind of like a podcast. Oh, lovely. It's it's Zendaya. Oh, of course. It's really nice. I know it. I know the poster. I mean, it's actually not nice. It's not enjoyable, but it's quite an intense piece. Is it black and white? Yeah. Yeah, I know it. It's really stunning. I think if you like film, you'll like it. Mm. It's not like the most watchable thing but it's I would recommend it and I, I think it's a bit like a podcast because it's kind of one person gives like an amazing monologue and you're really bought in really sold on their point of view then the next person comes and you're like oh Ooh. hang on that was a really great point and then they kind of mm. it, it's a bit All podcasty love. but anyway I watched like three new things it, it, on like one day which I never mm. do and it was so productive it made me feel so good yeah rather than doing anything else or rather than i know i said this in the other episode but like putting something that i've already seen on in the background it's like if i'm i'm setting out my intention to to watch something new and enjoy it to consume intentionally yeah and it really made me feel good we were talking about like sort of going back to like nostalgic old shows in the last episode but i do think this is so crucial that it's like the the difference behind putting the office in the office on which is like i fucking know that show inside out i pretty much fucking work at dunder mifflin at this point yeah or i could sit down and i could be like i'm going to watch what's it called malcolm and marie yeah could sit down and watch that and it's like okay i'm actually having an experience here and i also think that's the difference between like a similar distinction between watching tv and reading i actually find reading Mm -hmm. i don't do it fucking half as much as i should but every time i do I just think, fucking hell, this is what I'd be missing. That's a thing, that's a safe activity for you. Yeah, this is the whole, this is what you've been trying to fill with fucking Dunder Mifflin, fucking Dwight Schrute talking in my ear all day. No, all you needed was actually to come home to like a book. Yeah, it's nice. Because also also I was going to say like, 
it is the difference between mindlessly like the feeling that you got when you discovered this podcast and you liked it for the first time the first time you heard goes out saying you listened to like two episodes in one day and you were really hooked in you were like god this is a great podcast you're never gonna get that feeling back now because you kind of know us in a different way than you did before and it's not this you can't recreate that feeling by mindlessly listening back to the old episodes that you know inside out now Mm, that's interesting do you know what i mean like you the new that thrill of an experience you need to experience something new that's really interesting because i never really think of us as something external which i obviously do but it's like it's funny to think of like the feeling that you could have around um oh i had this amazing day where i watched malcolm and marie and blah 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 someone had that as in oh i had a great day i listened to blah um and wing blah 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 right but someone also kind of puts us on in the background they're probably on the background right now and maybe this is the fourth time that you're listening to this episode because you use it to go to sleep and it's doing a different thing than it would be doing if you're discovering a podcast for the first time for example i think but i think finding safe quote unquote activities is so hard it has to be something that you pretty much have never thought of. I genuinely think it has to be something that it's almost like plucked from the obscurity of like, oh, that could be fun. And I've just kind of thought that it's not something that you've always kind of had a bit of a, um, a hook on. I think it's just you have to be okay at being bad at it. I get that. But I even think like... Which is really hard because I can't be okay with being bad at really anything. I mean... Yeah. What What is there that you're... Ba- like, there aren't many things in life that I would be okay to be bad at. I'm okay with being bad at piano. Really? Because I got over that as a kid. I really wanted to like play piano wherever as a kid, blah, blah. I didn't. And I, whatever. But I, oh God, where am I? Can you see me? Mm-hmm, I can see you. Oh, it's blurry on my thing. Oh. Um, but I think in that kind of gifted and talented kid way of like, yeah. if, you've been, if you slip into anything and you're really good at it, the minute you find something that you're not immediately good at, it's going to crush you. You can't live like that. I think that's the struggle, though. That's the struggle of wanting, Absolutely, wanting yeah. to be instantly perfect at everything. At everything. You're going to kill yourself. Actually, do you know what? The one I did kind of have this experience when I, I built my bed from, from scratch. I was going to say from a flat pack, from packet of yes. fucking furniture. Yeah, yeah. And that is something I've always... I've, ne- I've never done one of those on my own ever. I, I'm quite dyspraxic i really struggle with like l- with logic to be honest with instructions <laughs> and like mechanisms and all of it i just it's the opposite of my fucking brain and i sat down it probably took me it would have taken a normal person probably about 40 minutes it took me three hours on my own and you did it and i did it screw by fucking screw having yeah. to undo it because i did it wrong and go back fucking four steps at a time mm-hmm. but it's one of those things i have no attachment to this it's one of those things that is like i i'm i identify as bad at it no you're not about to be a carpenter now i never want to be and it's something that yeah i've just never never done really i've always 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 fallen at the first hurdle and been like fucking hell someone come and help me i want in brighton when we moved to brighton i paid like a young boy off the internet 25 pounds to come and build my bed (laughs) i just posted on like a facebook group does anyone come and build my bed i'll pay you and this like little boy showed up and built my bed for me you do offer him a drink you gave him a bit of water or something didn't you i I kept on saying do you oh my god it was so bad i like was like do you want some water do you want like a tea or anything because like yeah do you need anything you're just in my room building this bed that i had like cried over already like twice and done it all wrong he had to like undo what i'd done and 
he I was like do you want some water he's like kept saying no 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 then I get, gave him some in the end and he downed it so fast oh my god he was absolutely <laughs> gasping for a drink he was parched absolutely parched he's begging for the flood he's absolutely you log into Nintendogs and it says parched <laughs> he was parched oh my god yeah so I so that he I actually think I've done this one really well there's a few screws kind of still missing <laughs> shaking it but it's the best <laughs> but it's the best i could do and i was just i probably sent a photo to yeah honestly i did like a send to all in my yeah. contacts i built this exclamation mark estimate all on my own exclamation mark, i exclamation made mark. this on my own yeah i'm happy for you and everyone just replied well done it's like yeah what do i say to that no, don't care but it's so good but i know the thrill of being like i made something mm. that's and it's not creative to me like it, well, it's not creative it's a flat pack yeah no. someone else designed it doesn't matter if it comes out shit it's following instructions and patience yeah it's lego which i always fucking hated mm. it's lego fucking building build the fucking hogwarts great hall out of lego yeah fuck off don't tell me what to make you arsehole <laughs> So I really like this response that someone said. They said, it makes my life feel so fucking small and limited, like I'm not living my life fully. Sad face. Mm. And I just feel like that Mm -hmm. is, from anxiety and overthinking, that feeling is one of the worst feelings you can feel, that your life is small and that you're wasting it. Yeah, that's horrible. I feel like whenever I felt that way, that's been like my it's the pits basically that's that's when you feel like god that's a hopeless feeling of i'm wasting it it's small Mm. and i'm doing it all wrong you know why i don't like it as well is because there's a there's an added layer there of the implication that there's a way to live your life fully that you aren't doing there's an alternative route yeah and i do feel like that alternative route first of all it doesn't exist because it's not what you're doing and is it potentially as damaging to compare yourself to this fake imaginary version of yourself as it is to compare yourself to other people but I feel like the added layer of that being comparison of you're seeing what you think is all of these other lives that are being lived fully and then comparing yourself to that which probably all of it is imaginary and 100% there will be things that like choices you can make and like things that you can do to add new things into your life and like expand your life if you're not satisfied with where you are right now but I also think like your life isn't bad just because it doesn't look like other people's lives what you imagine other people's lives or what you imagine for yourself like you might just be exactly where you are meant to be most likely you're just doing great I think it's the it's the word small that really gets me because I think Mm. that is introduced from like celebrity culture like the idea of social media and celebrities and all of this i think there's this idea that there's this big thing happening that you're watching from the peripheries that you're watching in at the met gala whatever peg the patriarchy and you're watching (laughs) that's funny you're looking in at all of these parties that you'll never be at and you'll be um your life is small because you're a nurse Mm. no 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 and i think that is the idea it's a capitalist idea it's a fucking it's it's fame basically yeah anything that you do that is invisible is small that is so weird that's a lie we've all bought into a fucking lie that doing something real is small that is so weird that you brought this up because i was literally thinking just yesterday 
just yesterday when I mm. sat down, I was eating beans on toast, my favourite these days. Mm, stunning. I really, I'm obsessed with beans on toast at the moment. It's such a good obsessed. warming Winter. meal. I know everyone who's not from the UK is going to think that's a fucking Disgusting. joke. And we're like taking the piss. <laughs> and we're like really being like caricatures of ourselves. But it's great. What do you have on yours? Do you just have bread beans? I don't like cheese. I don't like the cheese Do you have butter? Or like brown sauce, none of that. Yes, butter. I have butter and i have uh, and i have cheese vegan obvi yeah that's a really common cheesy kind of bean vibe is super common but i do get it because i've only recently become a cheesy bean person cheesy girl yeah i'm not the cheesiest person to be honest no you're not you would get a pizza without cheese no problem i would do yeah no worries it's what people love to say when they know that i'm vegan at the moment people are like oh, I would love to be vegan, but I just can't get rid of the cheese. I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. Keep eating the cheese. You're eating my share of what I would have been eating cheese anyway. Like, Do whatever you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do whatever you fucking want. The cheese that I'm not eating, I'll happily give to you. You can eat my cheese then. Anyway, climate is dying though. But anyway, <laughs> I need to pick my cheese margarita. But anyway, I was thinking just yesterday with my beans, mm. I was literally thinking I'm going to try and just make my life a bit smaller for a bit. Mm. Like I just want to have a really small life for a bit. Okay, go on. Because I'm just trying to be nice to myself and I'm not trying to be horrible to myself. Sounds nice. <laughs> or when I have been, to be honest, <laughs> I know it's a scary word, suicidal. Everyone, nobody moved, nobody shocked. But like, whatever. When I'm trying to like, I think me feeling bad is can be spurred on by being too, having too much going on. And I was having such a great time for like the few months, like take away the month that just happened where I was feeling shit. Before that, I was having the busiest time. I was having a great time. Had loads going on. I was here and here and it was great and blah, 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 blah. But then I also think it made me too, it was too much and it was, I needed to like step away and just like have a bit of time. Burnout. Yeah. And now that I'm easing back in and like, feeling okay I just want to keep things small for a bit because if I'm I'm happiest if I'm playing piano or like eating my beans it's like these are tiny things and it's just keeping me in a safe place because I mean it, it's, it's still it's funny that being safe with myself is still out of my comfort zone as in like my comfort zone is to just be a fucking cunt to myself and shove myself into all these situations and blah, 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 and just go with the flow and treat myself like a piece of shit and then feel like shit and get into the cycle of just, like, life, apparently. It's just that cycle, which I just can't do. But I just think I have to keep it small for a bit and just keep it, like, very honest. I just find it so funny that that scene is small, though, because it's like... I, because I agree that that you're told that you should be living this big life. Did you know that fucking Kylie Jenner's only fucking twenty one? Fucking Emma Chamberlain's got a coffee company. She's twenty one. Mm. Or like the Olymp- the girl that just won the tennis thing is sixteen or something. It's like Jesus, these huge mm. lives at such early ages that it's like you should be achieving this insane level. But actually, it's like is not the kind of biggest thing you could do is fuck the fucking artificial shit it's literally shit not to say that accomplishments are shit because they're not but the the public like how different is winning that tennis match i don't really know what happened a young girl won a tennis match youngest person the public appearance of what that is and the magazines and the fame and the money and the glory is so far from her glory in her 
mm. tennis match thing actually playing and waking up in the morning and being like okay I've got it. the love is is stripped back from it it's actually something that's raw and on it's being turned small turned into something fake by like the fucking media circus around it and I actually think it's way more honest for Emma Chamberlain to be sitting there with her cup of coffee that she loves than actually the thing that's seen as like, the success the bigness of the the huge yeah. thing around it that she's got this amazing whatever and actually is the most honest thing you can do just sit down with your coffee mm. and drink what you love I think you need different things at different times I think it's just about knowing where you are like when I was at my most successful at being an illustrator and working like full time like I was really actually working at something and it was going really well and I was happy but that's not where I am right now. That's not what I want mm. right now because I don't want to commit to anything right now. I just want some beans on toast. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you. I think just know where you are. Yeah. Don't force, you're forcing like ideas. Just live at where you are and just like allow yourself to be. You've got all the time in the world. You really do. You really do. I think it's when you start feeling the rush. The ru- and I think that's the thing of I'm living small. I'm not living my life fully. You're feeling a rush. What's the rush? What's the hurry here? Where's the fire? Where's the flood? <laughs> Where's the flood? <laughs> but the truth is, it's like it's. I don't know whether this brings peace or fucking panic to you, but the reality of things is, we all end up in the same place. We all end up in the ground. Or fucking burnt see you there we all end up either in ashes or in decay yeah that's the fucking truth i don't know whether that makes you feel good or bad uh-huh but it's happening we're two people that makes us feel good so uh, it makes me feel great yeah it's nice great because the truth then it may- means everything all the pressure is gone it's void nothing matters yeah what you're supposed to do is irrelevant yeah you end up in the same place as the Queen of England. As Kieran Culkin. As Kieran Culkin. <laughs> be eyeing up that skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> all the people that are doing it right and all the people that are doing it wrong, all the people that have big lives, all the people that have small lives, I'm doing quote fingers, you end up in the same place. But also, how often do you look at someone and think, God, they've got a small life? Never. I never, ever. Never. Personally, go around judging people's, the size of people's lives. I just hope you're happy. I just hope you're feeling good with where you are right now. Yeah. Because also, nothing's permanent. Like, you could be somewhere in June and somewhere totally different by August and somewhere totally different in November. This is one of my favourite things. My mum said this to me once, but she was like, when things change, they change fast. Mm. And I think it is so fucking true that when things start to change, it's not like... Some things are slow burners, but when things change, they change fucking fast and you've just got to be ready for it. You can feel shit at 9am and feel fucking ecstatic amazing at 10 a.m yeah things change so quickly yeah it doesn't matter like it really doesn't matter you could be fired from your job today think your life is over and have a new job on the friday and walk into the best thing yeah tomorrow yeah it's fine you are fine yeah things change fast and just also know that whatever's going on in your mind whatever's going on in your life right now is being made like let me give you a round of statistics probably like 60% worse in your mind so your life looks yeah. like 90% worse to you and that is going to make you feel a bit better if you can just kind of rank out the numbers and think okay well I've probably got like really it's probably like 60% better than what I think it is do you know what I mean like I'm I'm making this a whole lot worse if I know you and I think I do know you I know that you'll be making this a lot worse in your head I think we leave it there. Stunning. Look. Because that's the truth. I'm saying assume the worst. Okay, well, let's... Someone sent us a nice message being saying that it's funny and I thought, you know what? It is fucking funny. 
<laughs> well, let's say it. Fuck it. I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> Bring on the fucking flood, bitch. <laughs> See you there, Kieran. How are you feeling about this episode? I thought it was really nice. I think it's been nice. It's been quite... Um, I almost feel like it's been quite loud. Oh, okay. Turn the volume down. Quite a loud episode. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I definitely like it. Maybe it's just because I'm in my echoey house. Um, my echoey mansion i'm calling it i'm calling it now i said yesterday i'm now calling it a four-story mansion mansion living in the mansion yeah to be honest as she should well i am scared it's gonna get i'm gonna get a call to say sorry uh no well just then you know what you won't be there forever exactly nothing's permanent i've got an amazing thing and i'm ruining it in my head what the fuck am i doing people yeah well i hope everyone's feeling okay i feel like if you clicked on this episode you're probably feeling anxious so i hope you're okay and it's not going to be as bad as you think it is it never done it before you'll do it again you'll be fine comes and goes it's all good if you don't hear from us assume the worst (laughs) evil laugh hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com